Live from Chicago IL, this is the Bears and Beers podcast where we talk Chicago Bears and Beers. I am Walker. Joining me today is Flipka, as always. Unfortunately, we have CZ on sabbatical this week. Where is CZ, Flipka? You know, I think he uh, was probably a little too excited about the uh, Justin Fields era beginning today and maybe had a few too many beverages last night. And hopefully he doesn't miss the game because of his uh, hangover. So we shall see. Yeah. Is there, I guess there is a, such a thing as too many Victor celebration beers, especially celebrating fields before it happens. But yeah, CZ had a couple too many Coors lights last night. And uh, we just hope CZ wakes up before noon. So let's, let's hope he gets up before noon. Speaking let's of, just say uh, it would be the perfect holiday gift if yeah. he joins mid, mid broadcast. Yeah. If we get, a, if we get a CZ sighting, he'll definitely be admitted to the, uh, to the Zoom room here. So, We'll uh, we'll hopefully he'll he'll, he'll, we'll keep he'll you posted, he'll, huh? We'll keep you posted out there, Bears of Bears Nation. Uh, so today's game is all about one thing. I mean, it's about many more, but <clears throat> to Bears fans, it's about one thing, and that one thing is Justin Fields. And is today the uh, the first day of the rest of our lives? You know, hopefully we have finally found that that quarterback, Flipka. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too – I don't want to overreact at all one way or another here, but but you're right. I mean, this is probably the the most excited I've been for Bears game since the uh, double-doink game. Um, oh, God, don't um, mention that. Yeah, I know, I know. But truly, I mean, this is one of those games where you look at and say, all right, you know, you're hearing all the right things out of camp from all the players, but has Nagy – done enough to prepare him for this moment and will he will he keep the reins on him or will he let him do his thing today and and show us what we have at that position so I'm really excited yeah it's kind of a damning thing you know I've just we've mentioned how do can we trust Nagy with him and Nagy was talking this week about they didn't realize realize how good he was until they saw him this week with the ones in practice and how much he progressed. And it's like, why was he practicing with the, with the ones more in training camp? You know, this is our future quarterback. You know, they're so set on this Dalton being our starter and you don't owe Dalton anything. You overpaid him 10 million bucks for a season as a placeholder for fields fields is our future fields should be getting ones no matter if he's starting this year or not. And now he, he's playing with the ones that are like, wow, he's really, I don't know if you heard that Flipka, but, I did. Yeah. It's like, okay. So can we, you know, and and then we saw obviously how he treated Mitch and had the same offense for him. And I'm not comparing Mitch and Fields talent. I think Fields is much more talented than Mitch, but you know, will he, will Nagy change that playbook? Will he have a rolling pocket? You know, will he play off the strengths of uh, Fields? And we're going to see that today at noon. We're going to see that. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to see it right away. So um, are we going to have another, start the game and and really try to challenge to get that first first down kind of thing or are we going to open up the playbook right away and get Justin Fields on the move and really pressure that defense and and let him take care of business we'll see right away let's hope the rest of the office is as excited as we are let's hope Mooney's not dropping the passes let's hope that A-Rob is not dropping touchdowns let's hope the old line you know and 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 you know, nothing on the injury report this week, you know, so let's hope that the O-line is, is ready to go. They have a big test today. You know, Peters and Fetty have a big test. They have Garrett and Clowney. You know, we got to keep, we got to keep, uh, we got to keep Fields clean. I, I think Fields and his skill set will, will help that O-line because he should be able to escape the pocket. But 
you know, he also has to, as we saw in that, in that preseason game, he got his head taken off. You know, he's got to be able to read, read the, uh, the uh, pressure as well. And for a rookie, you know, up against Clowney and, uh, and Garrett is going to be, is going to be definitely a, a, a big test for that O line and for fields. Week yeah. One. I mean, I, I want to see him, like you said, I want to see him kind of feel the pressure and I'd like to see him step up into the pocket and find a passing lane uh, before he tries to take off. Like you said, they've got the two, they've got Garrett and um, Clowney on the edges. So you really don't want to see him try to flush. Um, I'd like to see him climb and then maybe move out of the pocket that way. So we shall see. Yeah. And and also let's not be so quick to run. You know, I I think he knows that that's like his, you know, his uh, escape, you know, his, his talent that he can take advantage of, but, let's keep looking downfield. You know, you're not a runner, you're a quarterback. Um, it's obviously, it's great to be able to, to do those things, but I would you know, like him to, to think throw first. So let's stay in the pocket as much as you can. Or if you roll out for the, the pressure, let's keep looking downfield and, and, uh, and, and release it downfield. Um, I thought Peters played pretty well last week, you know, for a second game back and, and off injury. So I, I'm pretty, uh, I'm excited to see what he does today. The interior of the old line Mustafer, I thought had kind of a, a rough game last week. So I'm hoping that the, those guys can uh, bounce back that interior of the line. The, you know, the, the interior of the pass rush for the uh, Browns is definitely not the strength. It's the, it's the, the, the um, uh, you know, the edges. So hopefully that, that interior of the line can get back, you know, back to how they played in week one against Donald. Yes, sir. I mean, you saw some of the clips of uh, Jason Peters last week. Um, he looked like he was getting back to his all pro form right there. Um, helping out with some chips and really drive blocking downfield. Um, so maybe, you know, he has new life and, and I just love the fact that he's, he's there with our young guys and, and kind of teaching them uh, the tricks of the trade and teaching them the right way to do things. You, you've heard him start to break down, you know, the difference between pass blocking when you have Andy Dalton back there versus when you have Justin Fields. So, I mean, this guy gets it and this guy can, hopefully get rid of some of those learning learning pains as as they transition from from Dalton to a more mobile quarterback like Justin Fields yeah and you know a lot of people think that you know Peters is the future Hall of Famer and even if he's not playing at that level which he's obviously not going to be at 39 but you know this the uh experience he has you know the knowledge he has that can only help in that in that locker room with that young old line you know uh, minus Ofedi but you're having Mustafer and, and Daniels up there. I think that really can help that overall line and be a leader, you know, for them. Uh, speaking of, of Hall of Fame, we're going to get into a Hall of Fame talk later in the, in the, the pregame here, but <clears throat> hopefully Peters will continue to progress. Uh, defensively, you know, the, the, the Browns, you know, they are really, you know, for an offense, the Bears defensively, their strength is the running game. You know, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and I th- I can't even say I, I think we're missing this guy because I don't think he's really on, on the team anymore. But having Goldman today, you know, up the middle would really help against this, this uh, you know, help the rush defense. And, um, you know, we're going to rely on Nichols and, and Tonga and uh, Hicks. And you know, could they be up to the challenge this week, Flipka? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to. We saw a little bit out of uh, Angelo Blackson last week, too. Um, yeah. So I, I really think these these guys should prepare as though Eddie Goldman is not going to be there the rest of the season. I mean, he's he's playing games. I don't know why, but, you know, he seems to kind of give them a taste every week and show up for a practice or two. And then by Friday, he's he's just gone. So 
Um, it's been a strange situation dating back to last season when he took took off with COVID, but something definitely going on there. But I mean, kudos to to Ryan Pace for picking up a guy like Blackson in the offseason um, to give them as much coverage as as possible. So. Yeah, it's with, unfortunate, man, because he's a great player, but I don't know what the hell he's got going on upstairs right now. Well, they say when <clears throat> when you have any doubts about playing professional sports anymore, you need to retire. And, you know, Goldman, he sat out last year, personal reasons, that's fine. You know, he didn't report to camp or, or to the, the mini camps, everything. They couldn't, didn't hear from him for a while. Then he finally shows up, shows him in great shape. And now it's just, you know, mystery of what's going on. And, and to me, it just feels like he's, dog playing this and dogging it as long as he can just to get that check and uh, has no intention of playing football. So the bears have to move forward um, as if he's not there, you know? So like you said, <clears throat> draft a tongue have Blackson. So, but they have a challenge today because, because Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, Stefanski, that's what he wants to do. He wants to run the ball. They're going to be missing Landry on offense today, but they get OBJ back um, who, again, you know, that guy was on, on pace for a, uh, Hall of Fame career OBJ was and just seems to be a shell of himself. I, does he scare you in the outside, Flipka, OBJ? No, not right now. I mean, I think with him coming back after missing a couple weeks here, um, I think it'll take him a few weeks to get back in, into shape. Um, so it really doesn't scare me yet. Uh, and then I don't know if you saw the, the shoulder injury with uh, Baker Mayfield, but Yep. I know it's not his throwing shoulder, but, you know, there was some video of him at practice handing off the ball with his right hand and not with his left hand. So, you know, if the Bears can kind of get home early, uh, maybe rattle him a little bit, maybe hit him in that left shoulder a couple of times, plant him on it, um, you know, they might have to rely a little a little more heavy on the run. Um, and, land, you know, OBJ won't be a real big part of that. So, yeah, dislocated, not <clears throat> not throwing shoulder you know, from last week's game. Obviously, he's not throwing, so he can play. But that's gotta it's gotta be uh, uncomfortable for him. Like you said, taking the handoffs with a different hand. Would you would you stick Jalen Johnson on OBJ, or would you just go ahead and let, let him stay on his side of the field? What would you do with, uh, with Jalen on this? I I would think you would start out the game just letting your corners play their their sides. But it, you know, if it gets to a point where they're picking on one or the other, then then maybe start moving, moving guys around back there for sure. Maybe bracket them over the top. Hopefully not with Duke Shelley, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, definitely some help over the top. He was on the radar last week, that's for sure. Duke Shelley. Yeah, they picked radar. on him big time. Yeah, yeah. So let's hope he has a uh, you know good good comeback this week. I, I you know I don't I'm not sure how much would be a nickel. Um, I think it's gonna be a lot more of the running. You know, we have to watch out for Hooper at the tight end, but. Um, you know, with the way our D, you know, the way Jalen Johnson played last week, uh, the way the Roquan played last week, and Hicks, you know, let's get some pressure with Quinn and Mac going, and yeah. uh, you know, the defense maybe get a little chip on their shoulder, maybe, you know, a lot of shit talked about him, and rightfully so after that Rams game, and and it was great to see them play with some pride, and it's exciting as a Bear fan. It's like you know what, we run the ball, we play great defense. That's just part of the DNA of the Chicago Bears. Hopefully, we have a great quarterback now. We'll have to. We'll have to shift our DNA a little bit, which is fine. But let's play some strong defense and, um, you know, let's be the Chicago Bears. So it's exciting. Um, real quickly, before we get into this Hall of Fame talk, I want to I mention, let's go ahead and mention Augustino's Rock and Roll Deli, Carol Stream in West Chicago. 
uh, the Italian beef, the Italian subs, American subs. As we mentioned last week, the Sherry Reuben. They also make uh, an Italian wedding soup on a crisp fall uh, fall day like we have today. An Italian wedding soup is always great. Have you ever had an Italian wedding soup with the little meatballs, Flipka? I don't believe I have, but uh, that sounds like a good replacement for cereal this morning. So I wish <laughs> I wish I was a little bit closer to Augustino's. I would z- <laughs> zap on over right now and pick myself up a gallon or two. A gallon or two. No fall ball today in uh, in Carroll Streamer, West Chicago. I'm guessing sometimes you, sometimes you guys play at that field in North and North Avenue. Yeah, that that would be the perfect Sunday gift right now, but unfortunately not. It would be great. Yeah, get yourself a. Uh, Get yourself an Italian sub and an Italian wedding soup. That's a uh, that's a great Sunday right there by itself. That's a perfect with, combo. Along with the Bears' victory. So swing on into Augustino's uh, Carol Stream or drive through their location in West Chicago and pick up some uh, Italian wedding soup for a Bears' victory Sunday, hopefully today. Now we'd like to welcome in the Punt the QB podcast. We've got half the podcast here today. Timmy Singer, how you doing, buddy? What's up, Walker? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Justin Fields Day, as we've been talking about with Flipka. And, you know, it's yeah. the start of hopefully, you know, something we, like we've never, like we talked offline. The only the last time we've been this excited was probably Cutler, and then he obviously disappointed. So the chance for a, a franchise quarterback here in Chicago. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the sad status of our franchise is that Cutler got us most excited. Uh, yeah. You know, a, a decent, above average quarterback got us excited. That tells you just what the status of bears quarterbacks have been over the years. Yeah. It's, it's really is, is crazy, but it seems like, you know, um, DraftKings, you mentioned something about, about how fields has a, a big number today for a fantasy. Uh, I think you said 54 and a half to rushing. Can you tell us a little yeah. about that. It seems like they're, they're excited about fields too. Yeah. I love using all the Vegas lines numbers, all the DraftKings numbers to gauge fantasy because they're usually pretty on with their numbers. And that's one thing that stuck out to me. I brought up on our bot podcast. His over under for rushing yards is 54 and a half. That's wow. a huge number. You never see that for quarterbacks, not named Lamar Jackson. So that means DraftKings and Vegas are expecting big things from Justin Fields today. So what do you think about that? Is that a, is that an over under play? I mean, that's, that's a, oh, you said a big number. That's a big number. I'm not, I'm not staying. I'm not doing that. Um, I know most of the pros, the Sharps in Vegas, make a lot of money betting unders, but I'm staying away from that. But I'm using that as a guide because I think Justin Fields, if you're one of those guys that punted QB in fantasy, Justin Fields is a great play this week. Yeah, I mean, like you've already seen with Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts, how the rushing totals can really improve fantasy numbers. And Justin Fields adds an element that Andy Dalton just can't. So, and and I saw that uh, Rick mentioned too, that, the passing over under is 207 and a half. So if you got 207 and a half passing, 54 and a half rushing, that's a uh, that's a that's a big game from a first first start. Yeah, and that's the thing. Most fantasy leagues do 20 or 25 yards for a point passing, yeah. but 10 for rushing. So that's 50 yards, that's equivalent to about 100, 125 yards passing. That means you know, he could be the equivalent of 300 yards. And you know that rushing touchdowns always in play. It's exciting. I, he brings an element. He's willing to throw the ball down the field more than anybody else. You know? Yeah, your, your Vegas uh, tip last week on Montgomery, that was spot on. Like you said, the Sharks are the under. You, you, you mentioned in our, our pregame that Montgomery was a 65 yards rushing. He came in at 61. I, I mean, I, I imagine people – nailed that over and then you know vegas got that under 
Yeah, and that's that's the thing. That's why you always tread lightly. We mentioned on our podcast, we do a quick review of each game, and there was three games where the line seemed fishy, and that's just screams trap. Now, the Bears, this one's set at seven. On most sites, it's seven or seven and a half. If you like the Bears, line shop, because you could get seven and a half on a couple of the sites, and that hook is huge. You know when the difference between seven and seven and a half. Yeah, I think the Bears are a live dog. I think there's Justin Fields add that element of offense that the Bears compare with their defense and the Browns. They don't blow people out. You know? So you like the Bears in the seven. And obviously, if you get the seven and a half, that, that's uh, yeah, that's a, a good area. Hopefully, everybody was able to take care of that barstool promo where they're given plus 1985 odds. I don't know if you saw about that on the radio, Walker, but uh, no. yeah, for any new member of barstool. Uh, sports that are associated with the casino in Aurora yep. um, get plus 1985 instead of the minus the usual minus 110 for the juice you get plus 1985 so if you bet a hundred dollars on the bears as a new member and they cover you get one thousand nine hundred eighty five dollars wow That's... I mean 1900 of it is in free bets but it's week three you're going to be playing the place in those bets yeah See, I, I ran yeah, they're actually having a tailgate party in the par- the West parking lot over there today. So if you're near, if you're, you know, if you're listening to this and you're near the Aurora Casino, check it out. Barstool's having a promo out there today. Yeah, that, that's part of Penn National, right, the Aurora? Yes, yes. Yeah, so that's uh, – the Barstool guys do an amazing job of marketing and branding. You know, all oh, they, the podcasts they have and the Barstool Chicago and everything like that. So it doesn't surprise me that they're offering a promo like that, plus 1985. That's crazy. Yeah, for new members, I feel bad. Anybody that already had it, my my partner on the podcast, Rick, already had it. So he spread the news to everybody. So if we hit that 1985, we all owe, owe him a little chunk of that. Yeah, that's absolutely well, that's, that's stuff you get on the Punt the QB podcast. How do, how do we find you on the Punt the QB podcast again, Mr. Oh, um, we're on Anchor. We're on Spotify at Punt the QB Fantasy Football. Um, we're on Twitter. I'm Punt QBFF. Rick is uh, Rick Punt QBFF. So. Um, a lot of good stuff. We we yeah. talk about the gambling aspect because it affects the fantasy football, and a lot yep. of that goes. If you're a fantasy player, you usually like to bet, and vice versa. It's a good formula. So, in regards, we got the gambling aspect down here. What about fantasy wise? I can't. You know, the Bears. I'm thinking what Robinson and Montgomery and Fields. Is there anybody else that, that you'd be starting on the Bears? I brought it up on the podcast. I'm excited for Darnell Mooney. Okay. Justin Fields is much more willing to throw the ball down the field than Andy Dalton is. And whenever they've played, whether it was preseason together, um, Justin Fields has a great relationship with Darnell Mooney. So if you're looking for a, you know, you're in a deep league, you're looking for a wide receiver three or a flex. I really like Darnell Mooney. I've already got a stack in DFS where I've got Justin Fields, Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson. Oh, wow. I, That's that. Yeah, I'm excited. Now, what the Browns do, and obviously for fantasy purposes, you're going to go with Chubb and Hunt for the Browns. Yeah. I have nobody else out of that. I'm waiting a week on Odell Beckham to see. He's back, yeah. but I'm waiting a week to see with him. But what the Browns do well is they shorten the game. They've got a great offensive line. They run the ball. They shorten the game. So what you worry there with the over-under being 44 and a half, there may not be as many series. There may not be as many opportunities. But I really think that we're going to open the playbook this week. So I think Darnell Mooney is a good play as well. All right. So let's look for this game. Let's look for Mooney. Let's look for, look for Fields. And it sounds like you're you're pushing a potential parlay of Bears and the Unders. Is that, is that kind of the, the play you're looking at? Uh, I, I don't 
when you see 44 and a half, I, that's a low number. I use that as a guide to, to, to what your expectations for fantasy purposes. I just like the bears on a straight bet. I'm, I'm, if you can get seven and a half points, I think that's gold. Get Cause that I hook. think they're dog. I think they can win this game. The Browns do not blow people out. All right. Well, thank Love having you guys in as a weekly segment here. And uh, as always follow them, put the QB and let's go bears. Go bears bear down, baby. Right. Take care. All right, so hey, I want to mention really quick before we get into our predictions for the game, there are, uh, I saw Biggs came out, Brad Biggs, uh, Bears Beat Reporter Tribune came out with some eligible players for the Hall of Fame that you know, for the Chicago Bears. And just wanted your thoughts on these guys, you know, Flipka. Uh, Hester, it's his first year of eligibility. Uh, also, Owen Krutz, uh, Briggs, Ruben Brown, Peanuts, uh, and then Mushin Muhammad, Jared Allen, and you know, everybody's favorite, Dave Craig, which is, I think it's funny that he was mentioned. <laughs> um, obviously, I think we, we, we agree that Craig and uh, Musha Muhammad are, are definitely not Hall of Fame material, but no. I think a, a case can be made, and Jared Allen wasn't here long enough for me to care about. I wouldn't but, consider him a bear, yeah. No, he's not. He's a Viking, so let's not even talk about him. But, man, I can make a case for Krutz, Hester, Briggs, and Peanut. You know, I, I think – uh, they, they named something the peanut punch. I, I was watching a Monday night game a couple weeks ago and you know, they force fumbled like peanut punch. You know, it's like he invented that play. You know, Hester is the best returner of all time. Cruz is one of the best centers of all time, in my opinion. And one of the fiercest leaders Briggs, he was a, you know, a long time, all pro pro bowler. Um, what, how do you rank these guys? Fupka? Yeah. I mean, to me, I think Devin, Devin Hester and an old, not not a lot of stock is put into you know first ballot hall of famer kind of thing but i think i think hester is definitely a first ballot guy in the nfl um tillman i think i can make a case for um to me if if Krutz if Krutz gets in before jay hilgenberg I don't know if you're on the same page with me. Yeah. If Krutzik gets in before Jay Hilgenberg, the Hall of Fame, I think that's a, a major disservice um, Hilgy. to to the NFL's credibility there. Expand on that. Tell, tell me why. Um, Jay Hilgenberg, I think, was a nine-time pro bowler okay. um, for the Bears. Um, I think he captained one of our best – offensive lines in the history of the club for for years yep um and i just think his leadership and the fact that he won a super bowl and they they had that same line intact for so many years and he's basically the captain of that o-line i think he deserves to get in before olin Krutz. i don't know what your thoughts are I mean, anytime you talk about the 85 Bears and, and Walter Payton and, and that how that team was, you know, the whole 80s, the Bears in the 80s, and we, we were a running team. And he kept, you know, he's captain that old line, like you said, nine-time All-Pro or Pro Bowler. I, I, it's a, definitely a strong case. Um, I think both the guys should be in. And, and you know, if, I guess if Hilgenberg, if Cruz gets in before Hilgenberg, then Hilgenberg probably isn't getting in, right? I mean, do you think it's one or the other? Do you think that's... Or do you think if, if Hilgenberg gets in, Krutz still has a chance maybe down the road? Yeah, that, that's what I, I'm, I really think at this point. <laughs> something has to be done. Uh, maybe maybe by Krutz being a, a nominee, it'll bring some more attention um, 
to Hilgenberg, but I really think the fact that he retired so long ago, um, he should be getting in the hall before, before Crutes. I don't know. I mean, you put those, how about you put those two guys up on a board drill and see who wins. Um, you, put the, you put those two things up there. You got yourself some kick-ass shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you got. I, I, I definitely think they're both hall of fame material. I just think that Hilgenberg should get in before Crutes. Just and, my two cents. And the way they vote, I mean, the way they vote, I mean, I, I think that the only one getting in to the people we mentioned is Hester. I, I don't, I don't think that at this time, Peanut, Briggs, Kroots, or Hilgenberg are probably getting in at this time. I think Hester is getting in. I, 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 you make strong points, so I, I, I'm going to go with you on that with Hilgi because I want to see Hilgi and Kroots in. So uh, in a perfect world, Hilgenberg and, and, uh, and Hester would get in now, and then you know, Kroots would get in down the road. But I think the yep. only one gonna, who's going to get in is going to be Hester. Yeah, I, I believe that that's true as well. And I think, you know, while, while Briggs had a very, very strong career, I still think a lot of people see him as kind of the sidekick to Brian Urlacher. So I don't know if that, that probably hurts him a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he, he's one of those fringe guys to me. Um, I could go either way. Um, I put Peanut in over Briggs. Peanut, Peanut deserves to be in a little bit down the road. Sure. Yeah, I, I would I would take Peanut over Briggs is what I, I think I would take. Yep. Um, I think he had a bigger impact. I, I remember that game when he was a rookie, and uh, he blanketed Randy Moss. You remember that game? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he he. If you look at his numbers versus Randy Moss, they they were phenomenal. Big physical corner. I mean, he was he was a, a great player. Miss, miss yeah, I mean, Peanut out there. I still remember that play where he ripped the ball away from Randy Moss in the end zone. I mean, yep. just just a phenomenal player. Game game winning play right there. Game winning yep. play in the, the peanut punch and and Hester is a, you know it's like watching Sammy Sosa in his primes. Like you couldn't go away from the uh, you don't go away from the TV when that guy was about to return a punt or kick off, kick off. And what he did in that in the Super Bowl, the kickoff return for the touchdown, is you know one of the most exciting plays in Bears history. You know, it's, yeah, that that was probably the most exciting play in in my lifetime, just because of the anticipation leading up yeah. to that game and it being the opening kickoff, and you thinking there was no chance in hell they were going to kick it to him, and for that to happen, um, obviously their kicker made a mistake <laughs> and yep. kicked it to him. But I mean, I I nearly went through the ceiling. So <laughs> watching himself in the jumbotron up there, you know, yeah. for the touchdown, and you know, I remember the other ones. The, the Bears blew out the Packers on opening day uh, when he was a rookie. He had a, the yep. return. The, the Cardinals come back, you know, amazing that comeback against the Cardinals when Denny Green had a post-game rant. Uh, the Giants. Around their uh, ass. Yep. Yeah, the Giants field goal when they went for the field goal, and he returned the, uh, the, the field goal for the touchdown. You know, just so many, so many plays are just so yeah. memorable, you know. He changed the game forever. He so did. He, he, he deserves did. to be in first ballot. Let's, let's keep getting Bears in the Hall of Fame. You know, Bears lead the NFL with the most Hall of Fame players, as they should be, being the, the mother franchise of the uh, the of the NFL. So let's uh, let's keep them uh, let's keep them coming. Uh, I want to mention a, a beer here I had up in Michigan for a wedding, and they always they always have uh, fantastic beers at the uh, local beer store. Things you can't get in Illinois. And it's a brewery called Ten Ben's uh, Beer. Ten Ben's Beer. And it's a Hubbard Ridge Double IPA. It's actually from Vermont, which usually the beers that get up here are from Michigan, so you get random stuff. But this one's from uh, Hyde Park, Vermont. And it's uh, Citra, Pacific Sunrise, and Nelson Suvan Hops, which I've never heard of Nelson Suvan Hops. 
uh, 8.7% double IPA, just fantastic. Not, not a, uh, not a juicy hot or, a, you know, hazy IPA, a regular West coast double IPA. So if anybody out there, we, we have a lot of listeners from different areas, different countries actually too, Pupka. Uh, but if you're out there, if you can find 10 Ben's beer, highly recommend their, uh, Hover Ridge double IPA. So that's the, that's the brewery beer of the week. Flipka, prediction time. Bears, Browns, noon. Bears, 101. You know, looking to, uh, to get the field's era off to the right start. <clears throat> What's your prediction for today's game, my friend? I'm going to go Justin Fields hits the ground running. Nice. And the Bears win 35-24. to 24. I like it. 35-24. I'm going 31-17 Bears. I think that the, the offense is going to click. And I don't know if it's because, because of Nagy or because, you know, we just had some good, you know, some good talent there at, uh, with Montgomery and, and, uh, and Fields, I think, is going to really show why he was. And maybe the way that Lawrence has played, maybe he is, was the best quarterback in the draft and the Bears got him at number 11. So I think 31-17, I, I, I actually see a defensive touchdown too, uh, a pick six coming from uh, Jalen Johnson today. So I love that prediction. Oh, you know what? It feels so good to be able to be an optimistic Bears fan. And that's what happens when you have a potential franchise quarterback. It's, it's, it's no fun being a curmudgeon Bears fan like I've been for a long time here. So it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's going to be on, on the flip side of the, uh, of the ledger. You, you've been a realistic fan the, the whole way. Oh. You know? Yeah, it's, but you know what? It's fun to, to be a pie in the sky, too, and, and be excited. And, 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 and you know what? Fields does that for you. So. We both had the Bears winning. Hopefully, we'll have CZ in the post game. Hopefully, CZ wakes up. Oh, maybe he had a couple of these Hover Ridge Double IPAs last night at yeah, uh, eight point seven percent, and he's just he's just sleeping. Maybe he's having beautiful dreams of Justin Fields and just can't wake up out of that dream. That might or maybe be. he had a few too many mimosas for breakfast. Mimosas. CZ sitting around with his pinky finger, <laughs> pinky finger flailed out, having a mimosa. So there you go. Well, wake up, CZ. It's almost Bears game. So, all right. Well, as always, we love the Chicago Bears and we love beer and we will be back for our uh, post-game report. Hopefully a, a happy post-game report. Happy Justin Fields Day, fellas. Let's go get it. All right. Go Bears. We're out. Bears. Bears.